Welcome to More to the Point, the extended interviews between KGB Texas Communications and innovative leaders working to create positive consequence in our communities. We hope you find them inspiring and informative. Today on More to the Point, we speak with Jerry Schwebel, Executive Vice President of IBC Bank. We discuss border infrastructure, immigration reform, and supply chain issues. I hope you'll enjoy our conversation with Jerry Schwebel. I'm Jonathan Gerwitz, partner with KGB Texas Communications, and welcome to The Point. Today we're visiting with Jerry Schwebel, Executive Vice President of IBC Bank. Jerry, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. As we're visiting today, you've just uh, finished up with two days at the Texas Transportation Forum. It's an, a- an annual event uh, with, with Texas Department of Transportation. Any highlights from your two days at, at the forum? Well, a lot of highlights. First of all, the, the biggest highlight is that we, we brought back everything, you know, back to norm, normal what we've had uh, for the last number of years. Uh, we were all together. We're not virtual. It was kind of a hybrid deal, but uh, a lot of people in person. A lot of people over, yeah. you know, over a thousand people were registered. So it's an annual deal. It's it's the event to go to related to transportation. So a lot of people were there. You've been deeply involved in the uh, border master transportation plan. Right. Um, so, any updates on that that plan at, at the forum? Well, uh, not on the actual forum, other than the, the part that uh, focuses more on the implementation phase of the plan. Uh-huh. We've had great discussions on um, on a number of issues, but in particular, when you talk about supply chain, that was a major panel uh, and a very important panel that focused a lot on the infrastructure planning, including discussions about you know the kind of the challenges of the supply chain that we've had in the last couple of years mm-hmm. and how Texas has, you know, coped with, the, with those challenges. And in particular for me, with the mortar uh, uh, transportation master plan, uh, as we go into the implementation side, it's important for everyone to understand that the ports of entry, all 29 ports of Texas, play a key role in that supply chain. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the master plan is state of Texas, right. ports of entry are federal government. What's, what's happening at those ports of entry that we need to know about? Well, actually, the, the, the actual ports of entry may belong to the counties or the cities, the actual bridge, the bridges themselves, which we, that's what right. we have between El Paso. But the, the, you know, the facilities, the inspection facilities are federal government. As we plan not only new ports of entry, or expansions or improvements to existing ports of entry, it's important that we also uh, address the planning of the ingress and egress to those ports of entry as they connect to either major interstate highways or other major highways in the state of Texas. You talked about supply chains. What, what are you seeing? You have a bird's eye view there on the border in Laredo. What are you seeing in terms of changes in, in the supply chain, the flow of goods and services, and in ma- manufacturing on, on the border? Well, it's important to uh, the public to understand that trade was an essential business and it was not interrupted. Uh, However, it was impacted uh, based on the scenarios that we were facing at the ports of entry. The the vehicular or pedestrian traffic uh, was basically halted for Mm non-essential, the shoppers. But for trade, uh, it was not. So the, the trade community, you know, continued to flow, all that continued to work. And the supply chains continue to flow as well, uninterrupted, other than the fact of the other disruptors to the supply chain, which is a perhaps a lack of the product or raw material. 
People may not realize at various times over the last few years, Laredo has been the biggest port of entry. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. But, Laredo continues to be the most important border port in the southern border. Out of the 49 ports that extend from California to Texas to Brownsville, Texas alone has 29 of those. So for, for Texas, which it is the number one export state in the country, uh, these ports of entry play a critical role to the economy of Texas. You and Dennis Nixon, the CEO of IBC Bank, also played an important role in the negotiation of USMCA, uh, the successor to NAFTA, which you also played an important role in. USMCA went into implementation July 1, 2020. Correct. So, you know, right after the start of the pandemic. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of implementation? How have things changed? Have there been any issues that have come up since the implementation? Well, uh, the implementation phase was, was a critical phase. Uh, uh, different from NAFTA was, you know, prior to that, we all came back after the NAFTA negotiations, came back to Texas and got to work. And uh, so over the course of those 25, 26 years of, of, of NAFTA, we enjoyed the benefits, even though we really, you know, weren't really planning how do we address all the issues and the challenges of the new increasing trade. This time on the USMCA, we added some additional chapters were, were included. Um, and I think we all learn that it's important to be engaged continuously in the implementation phase. So we have, we went from 22 chapters under NAFTA to 33 chapters. But also it's important that they, were, they added chapters on the customs and trade facilitation for our ports of entry. And also chapters on competitiveness, which that's what it's all about mm -hmm. when we talk about trade agreements. Um, trade and economics are deeply tied with our border issues, including immigration, and there hasn't been any progress on, on immigration reform and dealing with the, um, the human capital that we need in the United States. Are you seeing any signs of movement on immigration in Washington? Well, not fast enough. Quite frankly, uh, immigration reform continues to be a major challenge. Uh, uh, I've always said that in order for that truck to come across uh, a port of entry, that driver needs to be vetted and properly documented. So any disruption to that, it slows the just-in-time delivery of that product, whether it be a finished product or raw material. So definitely, we, are, we have a shortage, especially in regards to, uh, to our transportation sector, our, truck, our trucking industry. Uh, as it is in the United States, we have a shortage of drivers. Um, and most of the traffic, most of the trade related between the United States and Mexico flows by truck. It's important that all of these sectors have the adequate staffing and, 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 and uh, workforce mm -hmm. to serve and let, let that trade continue to grow and flow efficiently, swiftly. Another project that you've been deeply involved in and I know is close to you is the Binational Park yes. in Laredo. Talk a little bit about that and what, what kind of developments on that project. Well, we're excited uh, because, first of all, understand that, that uh, we the, that live and work on the border really understand clearly the importance of the binational relationship between the United States and Mexico. It's, it's important that we understand that whatever benefits Mexico benefits the United States and vice versa. Whatever benefits the United States benefits Mexico. So what we're working on in, in, in Laredo particularly is to, is to really look at our biggest asset in our particular case that is the Rio Grande River. So we've, we are planning this binational park where we would work on pretty much taking, imagine taking what we're, what San Antonio right. has had with the Riverwalk and place it on the border where you can have, you know, a true economic development activity on both sides of the border, 
provides adequate security, let's say, measures, but also more importantly for the citizens that live and work there, enjoy our biggest asset, which is our river. So that's what we're working on right now. Because now you have the bridges, you have the river, but there's really, there's no access, there's no, you know, there are no trails, there's nothing, nothing that the community, right. it's not a community asset. Right, so you, you, you take what we have and look at how that asset could really enhance the economies of both border yeah. communities and, uh, and, and at the same time look at what the benefits of an enhanced border and river-wide uh, uh, linear park could, could look like. Linear park, yeah. And then you talked about, uh, you know, when people are there, you clear out some of the vegetation, right. you have activity, that also is a deterrent to well, it criminal activity. A, 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 great, a great deterrent to any criminal elements that maybe, you know, wanted to come into our country, you know, and do either harm or, or, or for that matter, you know, to any activity related. So the vegetation is clear. We work with, with our friends on the environmental side because it's the beauty of, of, of the river and the, the environmental and ecolo ecological benefit as well. Yeah. Of how do you enhance that for the quality of life for all of our citizens on the Mexico side as well as on the U.S. side? Timeline? Well, uh, everything takes time. Uh, we're moving very swiftly on this. We'll be presenting uh, this uh, month of February. We're meeting with uh, uh, both Ambassador Salazar together with uh, Mexico's Ambassador to the United States, Ambassador Montezuma. Two ambassadors committed to this project with two communities committed to the project, all intended to provide greater quality of life and economic uh, vitality to sister cities like Laredo and Laredo. Well, Jerry, thank you for joining us today, and thank you for joining us on The Point. Thank you for listening to More to the Point. If you have any questions about this episode or want to learn more about our company, please visit us at kgbtexas.com or email us at podcast at kgbtexas.com.